0: thank you so much for listening so let's get started with this week's latest program to help you and your family take control of your health welcome everyone this is dr mercola helping you take control of your health and we are delighted to be able to connect with dr vandana shiva today about some really exciting topics you're going to want to definitely listen to so um let me give a little background first. So Vandana Shiva is, has a, uh, did her doctorate in quantum physics. So she, she's definitely got some serious brain power to contend with. But I just found out recently that her name Vandana Shiva. Shiva was, I guess, a a reaction of her parents to avoid the caste system. And Shiva is actually a Hindu god and is the destroyer. So what the heck is she destroying? She's destroying the bad things that need to be replaced with the good ones. So she couldn't have a better name. I mean, it's just (laughs) so perfectly appropriate. And, uh, yeah, I I was so excited to uh, understand what your name finally meant. So that is just great. Uh, so I want to give a little background because we're going to have some exciting discussions about regenerative agriculture and our, our collaboration together. And uh, but before we go there, I want to want and I want to dialogue about this too. But I want to set the stage. Um, I live in Florida, not too far from where John Rockefeller. Spent most of the end of his life, and he actually died here, just literally blocks away from where I live. So why do I say that? Not to brag, but I'm just saying this because he was at the time the wealthiest person in the world, and a century later, Gates replaced him. And the the similarities don't end there. Uh, Rockefeller was despised; he was hated. Absolutely dis, de, de, despised in the culture. So he had a lot of wealth and he was able to hire some really sophisticated PR people. And he and they determined that the best way to change that and shift that position around was to turn him into a philanthropist to donate some of his wealth back. So he looked like an angel. Well, guess what? Gates isn't stupid. He followed the same darn strategy. And, you know, prior to the 2000, he was vilified. He, he, his name was dirt. Most everyone hated Gates absolutely hated him um you know especially when the the um uh he was i guess uh, uh, the department of justice came after him
1: the antitrust case
0: that's what it was yeah the antitrust yeah
1: exactly the kind of antitrust case against rockefeller on standard oil you know so now they say big data is the new oil he's the new oil
0: yes yes indeed (laughs) so let me just finish, and we're we're going to dialogue a little bit. But so the Gates came in, and he, and he adopted this thing. So he the, the reason I'm saying that is because for the vast majority of the population, he's viewed as a benevolent saint, literally like an angel that he's donating all his wealth, and he's just has his intention is for the good of the planet, and nothing could be further from the truth. It is the absolute diametrical opposite. So. Um, and I, I want to comment on the, what he's done, just briefly summarize it. And then we're going to get, then you're going to talk about the future, what he's done. And it, and I, it just, I mean, I've, we've all seen the pieces of the puzzle fitting in, but it just hit me recently. There is no way it would ever have been possible to have this catastrophe of COVID uh, literally on a global basis if it wasn't for one organization. That organization is the World Health Organization. They were able, it was primarily they that facilitated this this mass hysterical reaction and adoption by virtually every government on the planet. So why is it important to know? Because Gates is integral to the World Health Organization, absolutely integral. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last year when Trump abandoned the U.S. funding, he... Uh, was the biggest uh, sub, uh, uh, funder of, of the World Health Organization. Pretty much everything has them through by him. And why is this so key? Because two things. One is that we all know these vaccines. The vaccines are coming out now. And, and, and uh, Gates is the biggest promoter of those and probably is going to be a significant contributor to his financial wealth. Uh, but in addition to that, th- there was a massive censorship that it developed as a result of, suppressing every natural alternative that would be effective, safe. And, uh, you know, and it just abolished and even drugs they were suppressing like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin because they were competitors to the vaccine. So that is my brief summary to sort of set the stage for this. And then we're going to go into the next and you can certainly comment on it now, but I, what I want to transition to is, is to what he's doing now because that was step one or the first phase. The next phase is even, but even worse, even worse at least I perceive it to be. So, well, so well, I didn't even welcome you yet. So welcome and thank you for joining us with that long,
2: <laughs> monologue,
0: introduction. <my> <laughs> but, um, so what do you think about what I just said, if you can comment on that and then we can transition into what the next step is in our collaboration with Regeneration International.
1: Well, uh, you know, I think the parallel you draw between Rockefeller as a rubber baron around not just oil, but created the big finance and created big pharma, Mm -hmm. yeah? Now Rockefeller had very intimate connections with IG Farben. There was a standard oil IG Farben company and without the fossil fuels of standard oil, the IG Farben couldn't have either made the synthetic fertilizers or the fuels And uh, so, in effect, Hitler's regime required this partnership, and they played it out, even though the armies were fighting. And they looked like two opposite camps, but when it came to making money, it was the same camp. A very big part of Rockefeller's history has been captured by Lily Kay, when she went through the archives, um, in the Molecular Vision of Life, how... The Nazi regime as a eugenics regime, thinking some people was inferior and should be exterminated for keeping the superior race pure, that that thinking then migrated, because Rockefeller was anyway in the States, and they started to call it social psychology as biological determinism and said, but the, you know, the, the skin-based determination, we are getting attacked. So let's go under the skin. And look at the atoms of determinism. The word gene did not exist at that time. They called it atoms of determinism. And then Rockefeller paid research. 99% of the research shifted to molecular biology. Nobel Prizes shifted to molecular biology and the genetic determinism and genetic reductionism, which is part of the silencing of the real true health. To, To have health means to be whole. To be whole means your self-organized brilliance of your integrated body as a complex system, that that wholeness is true health. That's what Ayurveda is based on. Even Ayurveda has been attacked in recent times. (laughs) Coming back to the parallels, Rockefeller was behind because he was driving the chemical chemical industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, When the wars were over, they said, oh my gosh, all these chemicals to sell. And they invented the Green Revolution and pushed the Green Revolution on India. Rockefeller, the World Bank, the USA all work together. And if the farmers of India are protesting today, it's a result of that initiative of Rockefeller.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the Green Revolution in India. Most people don't realize what high cost India has borne, what high cost the state of Punjab has borne. Then you have Gates joining up with Rockefeller and creating the Alliance for the Green Revolution in Africa. And in his new book, which pretends to be a solution to climate change, I say, my God, what kind of stage has the world reached that absolute nonsense can pass the science? I mean, I'll give you just three examples from his chapter on agriculture, which he talks about how we grow things. So first of all, plants are not things. Plants are sentient beings. Mm-hmm. Our culture knows it. We have the sacred Tulsi. We have the sacred Neem. We have the sacred Banyan. No, they are sentient beings. And there's so many people are awake to animal rights. I think we need more people awake to plant rights and, and really tell Mr. Mr. Gates, you no, know, plants are not things. He goes on to celebrate Norman Borlaug, whose job he was in the DuPont Defense Lab. Whose job was to push these war chemicals by adapting the plants. And so he created the dwarf varieties because the tall varieties are free varieties. We just refuse, you know, like we refuse chemicals. Our plants said no. I call them the first Satyagrahis, the fight for truth. The plants said, sorry, don't want chemicals. They'd lodge. And Borlaug's semi dwarf varieties are cited by. Um, Gates as a big invention. And then he says, we're eating food because of Borlog. No, people are starving because of Borlog. The farmers are dying because of Borlog. Then he goes on, stands in front of a synthetic fertilizer plant and says, the biggest invention, and I'm so happy, I'm, I'm happier than I even look. Doesn't he realize synthetic nitrogen fertilizers are creating desertification, dead zones in the ocean, and nitrous oxide, which is a greenhouse gas. He's offering the problem as the solution. Then he goes on, I mean, talking about bad biology. He doesn't know that nitrogen-fixing plants can fix nitrogen non-violently. He says plants can't fix nitrogen. He needs to come to (laughs) India and study. He needs to understand. And when he's pushing the fake meat and the impossible burger, I say he needs to come and cook dal. You know, once he learns how to make dal with good nitrogen-fixing plants, he won't have to speak the rubbish he's able to get away with. And finally, no, no, the methane doesn't come from factory farms. Yeah? Have you smelt methane behind nomadic tribes? Have you ever smelt methane behind our sacred cow in India? No, they don't emit methane. Methane is a result of anim- an intensive feed of beans to animals and putting them in these concentration camps, which then becomes emitted. That's why the KFO sting, the concentration animal farm operation, have a stink. You know what Mr. Gates wants to teach us? He says, the cow- cows emit methane because they have four stomachs. He calls them containers. <laughs> you know, I think we, sh- we should sue him for-, for undoing basic class one biology. And you've talked about how he took control of the WHO. He's trying to take control of the FAO. The FAO is based, Food and Agriculture Organization is based in Rome. It is what has recognized that ecological agriculture is the way to go and supported agroecology till last year, till Gates started to take charge. And now he's moving the food summit to New York. 500 organizations have said, this is no more a food summit. It's a poison summit, the poison cartel and Bill Gates, the billionaires. Are running it to push more poisons now under new names. So we have a lot of work to do. 500 percent said by a court, but we still need to come together. And we have to come together around truth and nonviolence and regeneration and away from untruth and fakeness and violence and the degeneration of our bodies, our health, the planet, our minds. You know, I mean, they, look at the people who are sick. How many people? I mean, how many people have lost work? How many people have lost food? How many people are sick? But in India, the farmers are doing fine. The villagers are doing fine. When people are healthy and eating healthy food, there is no problem. The problem is where they've already made people suffer. And now they want to make people suffer even more. And he wants to commit a crime against our gut microbiome, pushing more fake food, through impossible food and he wants to create conditions that real food will disappear and that's why we all have to organize together and the scientists have to start being protected you know. Um, I think our do- job Dr. Mercola is there's an animal, uh, there's an extinction taking place they call it the sixth mass extinction. Mm-hmm. Most people think the sixth mass extinction is about other species. Mm-hmm. They don't realize large parts of Humanity is being pushed to extinction, independent science, good, healthy knowledge that Mm -hmm. food is health, as Hippocrates said, indigenous systems of learning, ecological agriculture, small farmers, in Bill Gates' design, all this that makes life life, that makes society society, that makes community good community, that makes healthy beings, he would like to push this to extinction, because he's afraid of independence, and freedom, and health, and our beingness. He wants us to be thinness, but we are beings.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, thank you for commenting on that and helping to expand that vision connecting the dots with respect to Rockefeller and the pharmaceutical industry, which is an important one. And actually, Rockefeller and Carnegie at the turn of the century, were responsible for producing what's known as the Flexner Report in 1910, which is largely uh, acknowledged as being the beginning of the end for natural medicine in in conventional teaching. I mean, they eliminated it from all the medical schools, is largely as a result of seeking to replace those interventions with pharma- pharmaceutical that were derived from the oil industry. Um, but I wanted to go a bit more into Gates in this transition from because he's you know he's really. He knocked it out of the park. he was really very, very clever in what he did and, and it was a long term play i mean he he started really uh, digging into his control of the world health Organization over a decade ago and uh you know and and he, he had a long term vision he was able to pull it off and, and basically engineer a whole global response uh, and now he's transitioning into farmland i want to what' you like you to, to elaborate on that and, I, and here's one of my Concerns, And I didn't realize this until recently because the book I'm writing next year focuses on a uh, a really one of the most fundamental elements of optimizing human health. And that is the restriction of a very specific omega-6 fat, which is typically considered to be essential. It's called linoleic acid. But if you eat food, you're going to get more than enough. So the problem is, is that in industrialized Western cultures, we have massive excesses five, six, 1,000-fold, t- 2,000-fold increases about what is needed for optimal health. And the reason why that's important to understand is because one of Gates' uh, projects, as you referenced, alluded to, was this impossible meats and these uh, engineered, engineered meats. Now, it's really important to understand that this is not... These are not derived from some Star Trek replicator. They're made from raw materials. And the most important source of calories is fat. So where is the fat coming from this engineered meat? It's coming from, you've got, it's just, it, you, this is so crazy, you can't make it up. It's coming from genetically modified soy and canola oil. So not only do you have the issues with GMOs, but then you have this massive excess of omega-6 linoleic acid fat which is going to absolutely accelerate destruction or movement towards all, every single chronic degenerative disease so that's a huge thing but he's also buying some farmland so i want I want you to tie those pieces together and and tell us what what is his plan what is what what do you see happening from gates's next phase
1: well um you know what's my book oneness versus the one percent yeah which we inter- course-
0: i did an interview with you on that Yes.
1: yes, you did. Yeah, um, and then we did the gates to the global empire, where I realized he was entering every field. That has to do with life, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, because our work in Navdanya, which means nine seeds, is uh, basically work on um, on biodiversity and agriculture, we started to bring together all the work that he's doing. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in taking over. So let me just run through. I mentioned the Rockefeller Green Revolution, now the Gates uh, Rockefeller Green Revolution in Africa. He, the next step he wants to push is, he's not saying no to chemical farming, he's celebrating synthetic fertilizers, but he's now talking about digital agriculture and he names it Gates Ag One and the head of quarters of this is exactly where the Monsanto headquarters are, St. Louis Missouri. Missouri. Um, Gates Ag One is one agriculture for the whole world, organized top down. He's written about it. We have a whole section in it, on it, in our new report, Gates uh, to a Global Empire. Now, what does he want to do with digital? First of all, have the entire surveillance system introduced. I think we managed to stop a seeds of surveillance startup he was starting where he would have liked farmers to not be allowed to grow seeds unless the surveillance system had approved them. But I have fought in my land and my country to have the freedom of seeds defended. Article 3 of our patent law says plant seeds are, and seeds are not invention, therefore cannot be patented. And interestingly, While this whole drama is going on on the vaccine question, the rich countries that pretend to be doing Gates' philanthropy have absolutely refused to do the waiver on intellectual property, showing very clearly it's about money-making. It's all about money-making. If you look at every vaccine, Gates has a finger in it. But coming back to the issue of one agriculture, digitalized, and then for this, they have to do data mining. They don't know agriculture. So Gates is financing the placing of people in farmers' homes to in order to mine their data. Mm-hmm. How do they harvest? How do they thrash their fields And everything. And then sell it back to them. And buyer, which bought Monsanto, is doing that, putting out data collection like Google does. You know, they put data collection, then they sell back the data to you. Interestingly, as far as the uh, the, the impossible burger is concerned, the buyer has said very clearly, with the growth of plant-based food, well, all food is plant-based. Even animal food is plant-based because everything begins with photosynthesis. Everything begins with plants. But you can eat real plants or you can eat the fake food. The growth of fake food which is totally engineered. First, three years ago, I think they created an EAT forum Mm -hmm. and started to talk about this being the solution to all chronic diseases created by industrial agriculture and who's on board on the forum, who's on board on fresh, the poison cartel, the buyers, the Monsanto's, the um, fertilizer industry. Buyer has said this demand for plant-based, which is another way of talking about fake food made in lab. Basically, it'll make an increasing demand on raw crops, as they call them, and larger scale production. Now, no more of food, but of raw materials, of the carbohydrates, the fats, the proteins. So food is now being dismembered Mm -hmm. to become raw material for factories, which will be the lab. And he's driving this. But all this eventually begins in seed. So, my work started on seed because the Monsanto's wanted to batten it. They said, No, you don't invent the seed. You will not batten the seed. And we worked to create community seed banks, reclaim our seed freedom. Now, Gates controls all the seed supply. During the Green Revolution, the Rockefeller Green Revolution, I'll call it, the World Bank collected financed international research institutions. They collected all the seeds of the farmers and they're in these gene banks, mm-hmm. which have everything that farmers ever grew. Then the farmers were forced to grow chemical varieties and green Revolution varieties. Now Gates controls all those CG systems. Gates is controlling the seeds but, of the world, can, can the can research he- of the world, the knowledge of the world. How, how, the how does
0: he control them? How does he control them?
1: Through funding, of
0: course. Okay, just so like he, he, he doesn't the own them. He's, he's, yeah, just like he just like he controls the media, I guess. Yes, the, money, same thing.
1: money, money control,
0: Okay, money control. Okay, so he, he doesn't outright own these seed companies, but he...
1: But he they're not companies, there are the, public collections, there are public okay, research, okay. They're, uh-huh. they're the public, they're the public commons of agriculture. He's taking control but control in this fe- field means that then he uses, you see, at that time, the patenting was done through genetic engineering by actually introducing genes. Now he does it through genomic mapping, yeah? He's got all the collections. All you need is little bits of seed. Just read the genome. Your passport data tells you, this is a drought-prone seed, a salt-tolerant seed. This one has a fragrance, uh, fragrant rice. You don't have to know anything. The passport data tells you this is what it is. You do a genomic map, take a patent. He has editors. See, so He financed the research on gene editing to undercut all the biosafety laws of the world. Well, the only country which doesn't have biosafety laws is the United States, but the rest of the world does because we have a UN treaty called the Biosafety Protocol, Cartagena Protocol on Biosafety under the Convention on Biological Diversity.
0: Okay, wait, wait, wait. Undercut- hold, hold on, hold on. Time up. So how did he, how did he finance this thing? I mean, this is like this is I didn't wasn't aware of this. It's really intriguing.
1: Well, my my reading, and this is what I put in the oneness versus one percent, is when he is creating appearance of philanthropy. What he's doing is giving tiny bits of money to very vital institutions, mm-hmm. but with those bits of money, then attracting all the government money, which was anyway running those institutions. Yeah. But now, because of his clout, he is taking control of the agenda of the institutions, meantime, pushing patenting. And because he's pushing patenting, whether it be on drugs or on vaccines or on seeds, so the gene editing, which is the new GMO technique, and the first two applications had to back off because they said this is not a GMO, and then John Fagan found a test which could detect that it is a GMO and then they, had, they realized they could be sued because they wanted to sell it as natural, but take a patent. The company that is collecting the patents on gene-edited organisms, whether in health or in agriculture, is a company called Editas. Started by the person who was the main financial investor for Gates Foundation, and Gates is a very, very big investor in Editas. So he has a company called Editas to edit the world as if it is a word program. The lady, the two uh, scientists who got the Nobel this year yeah, have both Gen- been funded in their research.
0: Oh, Gen- Jennifer du- Dunas who, who got yeah,
1: it. Right, and my mind With went CRISPR, back to how right. Rockefeller financed the research, got a Nobel, and then made the money. So, You you finance the research, you finance the public institutions, whether they be national or international, but you then invest and you force them down the path where they can only use what is your patented intellectual property. Wow. And as he has said in an interview, his smartest investment was vaccine because it is one right. to 20 returns, what, one yeah. to 20 return. One dollar put in, $20 made. But how many billions of dollars have been put in? So you can imagine how many trillions. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Actually, crypto would have been a better investment than that. But. <laughs> 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 but yeah, still, I saw that interview. He was, I think it was at Davos. It was some, some cold place. And he was uh, bragging about the 20 to 1 return. Uh, that, but you're right. When you put in billions, it, it adds up. It adds up.
1: Quite yeah. Good, but uh, Dr. Michael, I haven't finished the story.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> for <if you> interrupting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so at the end of it, what does where does food come from? It comes from seed, he wants to control it. Comes from land. He's controlling that. He's becoming the biggest landlord of America. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's all over the place with Forbes and all. It doesn't even have to be investigative journalists digging this up. It's now the top financial news. But you need weather, you need a stable climate. So what could be a weapon of control on agriculture, weather modification? He calls it geoengineering. Mm -hmm. This is engineering the climate, again, making it look like he's going to solve global warming by creating global cooling, by polluting the atmosphere. And in fact, there's going to be a campaign launched and I've been asked to be part of that launch uh, where he's financing Harvard to do a geoengineering experiment. But this weather modification and modifying the the Earth's balance is not just a way of destabilizing the Earth's climate systems more, but then taking into your hands the decisions you will make to create a rain at harvest time, to create a drought when farms should be getting sowed. And we have had very strange occurrences. We know. This kind of a predictability of weather. And we know there's climate change, but somehow at harvest time now in India, you have to have horrible hailstorms, and the hailstones are sometimes that big. Wow. So, weather modification and worst to me, the worst crime against the earth and against humanity is using gene editing technologies for gene drives which is a collaboration of Gates with DARPA, the defense research system, and the gene drives are deliberate driving to extinction. Now, he does it in the name of ending malaria. No, it's about driving to extinction. Monsanto created superweeds by using Roundup-resistant soya and Roundup-resistant corn. Amaranth is one of the biggest superweeds. Amaranth is a sacred food for us, very, very important nutrition source of nutrition both in green as well as in grain. There's an application in that DARPA-Gates report of driving the Amaranth to extinction through gene drives. And when this was raised at the convention on biological diversity, you know what he did? He actually hired a public relations and, uh, agency and bribed, bribed government representatives to not say no. Can you imagine? He is corrupting the UN system. He's of course corrupted the governments already. We've seen that with the whole WHO phenomena, but now he's destroying the edifice we built over the last 20 to 30 years in protecting the global environment, whether it be the climate treaty, the biodiversity treaty, or the atmospheric treaties. He is absolutely behaving As the UN is is his subservient institution, Mm -hmm. governments and regulatory bodies should not exist and do not exist. And of course, people in democracy have no business to speak. Otherwise, they're conspiracy theorists.
0: Well, that is pretty amazing compilation of information about Bill Gates. So... I'm curious, really curious as to what your speculations are for his motivations because I mean he's already one of the wealthiest people in the world. I mean if I mean it's hard to imagine having a billion dollars and being able to spend it all in your lifetime, but he's got a, over 100 billion dollars. So it it clearly isn't money alone. I mean I think you alluded earlier it was power, but is there a, an end game for his power uh, acquiring even more power than he already has in control? Is it is it related to the fact that his father was uh, a leader in the movement of Planned Parenthood. Uh, and some speculate uh, it, it, this is a, uh, a tendency towards eugenics and really depopulation strategy. I mean, what, what is your best guess as to what's motivating this unbelievable collection of activities that seems to be dedicated to decimating the, the population of the earth?
1: Well, I think money, of course, has a role in this. Otherwise, he wouldn't need to do investments through his philanthropy. You know, he'd do plain yeah, yeah, yeah. philanthropy, you know? Then he'd give and his money would keep decreasing, right? Mm-hmm. If, if I have a hundred billion and every year I'm giving away a few billion, I should have less of it.
0: No, no, but, but he- gets more of it. And do you know how he does that? He does it through loopholes in the tax system. Yeah, because exactly. Because his foundation is actually able to invest in other companies that directs him personally. Should be absolutely illegal and should be in jail, but he's able to do yeah. it.
1: Yeah, but I think these are the issues that need to be taken up Mm -hmm. because what's happened is that ordinary people are having to fight their individual battles when these are about institutional, structural, societal crimes. And they need to be taken up the way Rockefeller was taken up and Standard Oil was broken down. You know, so all the empires, uh, the Gates empires, multiple empires. But at the end of it, it's one empire. So definitely making more money, you know, because those who who get fall into the trap of making money don't know when to stop. I call it the economy of the cancer cell. They don't know when to stop. But it is definitely power, the love for power. And I feel this kind of love for power, at the end of it, comes from deep fear.
2: Mm. It,
1: It comes from a deep fear of small people Living joyfully in their freedom. Yeah, I got a hundred million. How can that poor peasant love to till the soil? You know, I'm going to take that away from them. So it's fear of freedom, the fear of the small and the free freedom of life without
0: you. Interesting. Yeah, so that. That's a good good uh, observation. Appreciate that. So, uh, in response to these efforts, y- you you've committed uh, some some serious effort towards projects to uh, counter this this strategy that Gates is using and and all the nefarious uh, efforts that result from it. So I'm wondering, you know, and one of them is actually uh, collaborating with with us in in re- regeneration international so maybe you can discuss a little bit about that collaboration now
1: so you know regeneration international grew out of the fact that the organic was being a, totally attacked mm-hmm. and uh, we knew that there had been a commodification of organic too so we got together and ronnie and andre and Hans and i uh, we we created the Regeneration International, which is an amazing movement. And definitely in the United States has picked up. And I noticed no matter what the movement, they're using the word regeneration now, you know? It could be a health movement, it could be a democracy movement, it could be a peace movement, it could be a women's movement. Everyone has realized the regeneration is what we have to shift to. So what do we need to be doing in the next? I mean, for me, the next decade is the determining decade. So I take my mind. Wait, back wait, wait, to wait!
0: Let's, let's stop there. Why is the next decade the determining decade?
1: Because uh, these petty minds, insatiable greed, wants to go so fast that if in the next decade we don't protect what has to be protected, and build resilient alternatives, and take away the sainthood from this criminal. <laughs> you know they will leave nothing much to be there to be saved so you know when 87 i heard the chemical corporations the poison cartel which is also the big farmer people think agriculture's here medicine is here no the same criminal corporations gave us agrochemicals. they gave us bad medicine that creates more disease than it saws so big farmer, big ag, big poison, all one. And Bill Gates is holding it all together even more and trying to make them bigger because he has investments in all of them, mm-hmm. all of them. He's constantly investing. So when I go back to when the chemical company said we'll own all the seed and no farmer will be allowed to save their seeds and we'll have an international law and uh, all seeds will come from us. We'll be five companies and all seeds will be GMO and patented. And I said, no, you won't have your way. We'll save one seed at a time, one seed at a time, with all the love we can pour into that saving. And today's seed saving is a global movement. It's totally a global movement, the seeds freedom movement. So I think that's the first place we have to begin because Gates wants our seeds. Gates wants our seeds. And... I will be sending a letter to you and regeneration very soon because, you know, when Iraq was invaded, Mm -hmm. one of the things done was an Iraqi Order 81 that made it illegal for Iraqis to use their own seats. Mm. And then the Iraqis approached me about this Iraqi Order 81. And I'd been saving seats. And I said, let's just call for seat freedom. And we started, uh, you know, I'd, I'd be building global movements anyway. So I'm hoping that we will be able to together launch a global movement soon to take back our seeds from our international seed banks. These are our public common goods.
0: Okay. He cannot so, enclose them. So you referenced earlier that Gates was funding this. So that-, that
1: Funding fund, and controlling now. He, controlling. So, so
0: what is your strategy to, to address that?
1: The strategy is, we need to remind the world that these are public institutions. Mm -hmm. That they're accountable to the farmers whose collections these are.
0: But is that reminder gonna be sufficient to counter the funding that Gates is supplying? I mean, it's-
1: Well, his funding is meaningless. His funding is meaningless because if the farmers, as the true givers of seed, mm-hmm. assert their rights. And I want to just remind you one more thing, Dr. Makola. So, you know, we drove out golden rice from India. Golden rice is this fake solution to vitamin A deficiency. Hundreds of percent inferior to the greens we can grow in our field. Gates is funding it in Philippines and pushing it and bypassing every safety law but there's a huge stop golden rice campaign in Philippines. We stopped in 2010, we stopped the BT eggplant in India through public hearings. Gates is funding it in Bangladesh. He would like to spread it to the world from there. So all the failed first generation GMOs and the next generation GMOs he'd like to control. So just the other day, I did a webinar that these are failed technologies. The BT cotton failed, the farmers saw were because of its failure and the death they created. So we need to tell that full story. So on the seed question, we've got to continue our seed freedom. On the food question, I think that's the big one, because food and health go like this, as you know, better than anyone else. And, you know, in, in Ayurveda, it says, food is the best medicine. And if you don't eat good food, then no medicine can cure whatever disease you have, you know that the best medicine is good eating. And Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine. So I think this is the time now to really grow a very, very big global campaign on food freedom, yeah? Food freedom means you cannot destroy our right to grow food. Two, you cannot destroy our government's obligations to us to support regenerative agriculture, rather than support your digital agriculture and subsidize you. And the third, I think we should give a call on boycott of his lab foods. Boycott lab foods, like we said, you know, Ronnie was with me in the, in the UN meeting when we launched the GMO-free campaign. Hmm. You know, way back. That's interesting. I'm talking about that's, that's,
0: that's, that's an interesting strategy. I like it. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, up, I'm up for that one. A world, so let's a global, do this. Worldwide doctor. boycott. A worldwide boycott.
1: A worldwide boy boycott. Yeah. Because they need a lot of advertising and a lot of brainwashing in order to get there. But if mm-hmm. we already announced the boycott and on board are all the conscious eaters of the world, mm-hmm. all the organic producers and eaters and all the people working on health through food. I know so many cancer specialists who contact me, you know who've given up their practices in medicine and are do only doing organic farming.
2: And their <laughs> clinics are the organic
1: farms. You know, their clinics are the organic farms. They come here, you want to treat, be treated? Come here. So I think we can create, let's work on this together. Dr. Makola, I'm on board with you. Let us create a campaign from now and we can do it in, the, in October. 16th of October is World Food Day. Okay. 2nd of October every year, we launch a two week campaign on food freedom. We do it in Navdanya forever and ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from 2nd October, the world, uh, the uh, non violence day, the day of Gandhi's birth anniversary, to two weeks of non violent food systems. Yeah. Boycott (laughs) food that's making you sick.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. Because, yeah, it not only does it hurt them financially in the pocketbook uh, but it also improves the health of the people participating in the boycott so it's a (laughs) win-win-win
1: yes yes absolutely we do it together we do it together
0: great I love that oh man so this is this is a, a, it's a fun journey. I mean, it's so easy to get despondent and depressed about everything that's happening. I mean, just listening to your description of what Gates has done is you just want to give up, you know, but it's, if you, if you take a, it as an inverse paranoid perspective and it's a problem, it's going to be, you could, it's great because we can find a solution to make it even better than you could possibly imagine. So, uh, I'm excited. It's going to be some challenges, but there's definitely some many things to do. And I, I really, because I, I mean, Gates is only part of the problem. I mean, it's much bigger than just Gates. I, no, I'm, no,
1: and he, they put him in front,
0: yeah, because yeah. He,
1: they thought he he he's a good angel now. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah. if he was his old self, they'd have picked someone else.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, but, you he's know, he had he's a, a spokesperson. Yeah,
1: he had a makeover, and he's a spokesperson. And the sad thing is the control over media, the control over digital media. Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
1: The way they can just remove, just remove your communication. You know, I've lived through this because when I was fighting Monsanto, my, you know, my, my personal website is still down. They didn't ever let it work. <laughs> but whenever I do a brief for for our courts, my systems would crash. Mm-hmm. I'd have to dictate and write my hand and sit with my secretary and she'd use her personal email to send to the lawyer. I mean, I don't know how I fought Monsanto for a decade, yeah. but today Monsanto is gone and it's buyer, you know? Yeah. So when you think of it, Monsanto was the most powerful evil company then it's gone. Yeah. Let's, let's envision a world that a decade from now, just like Monsanto disappeared. Gates as a philanthropist will disappear
0: Yeah, yeah. and well, his
1: being the master of the universe idea will go and he will go and do penance somewhere
0: well it's not just Gates as we discussed I mean it's the technocrats it's Klaus Schwab it's uh, stealth people behind the scenes and uh, who are also billionaires like Eric Schmidt who really d- directed Google from their ostensibly uh noble goals when they first started to where they're at now literally probably have replaced Monsanto as the most evil company on the planet and uh you know so we got to avoid those and you know so it's essentially the one word that describes all of them as techno- technocrats you know these- so
1: you know I did a little book with the leading Ayurveda of India
0: mm-hmm.
1: Dr. Gangadhan because these patents were coming out you know the impossible burger patents and then the Microsoft patent on us being users of their machines and algorithms Mm -hmm. and the Google patent on putting nanoparticles in our blood to solve the problem of anemia. That's when I realized they've got into life sciences, Google. So this little book is called Two Futures of Food, Health and Humanity. Mm -hmm. And my colleagues with whom I worked in Kerala, the people who did that with a bit, Um, They put it as a Kindle. I think you can download it as Kindle. But to your listeners, I'd like to mention that in the first week of of April, you know, annam is food, but food in its wholeness. Um, We do a five-day course. Mm. It'll be on Zoom now, where we connect the issue of soil, biodiversity, healthy eating, and good health. So, the Annam course will be on the Navdanya Earth University website, and people can visit the Earth University website and hopefully join. And finally, I've just on Women's Day released a new report written with women farmers Mm -hmm. Earth Rising, Women Rising.
0: Well, that's great. That is awesome. Congratulations. it's exciting. If
1: I was clever, I'd be putting it in a chat box and, you know, but I, I can't, I can do one thing at a time on these gadgets.
0: Well, we'll, we'll do that on our, on our article. So you don't have to worry about it. We'll take care of that. Um, Cause that, I mean, it's important. It's part of the communication strategy. So this is good. And it, it is a sort of extension of that and thinking the big picture to achieve your incredible, noble ambitious goal of having equal success in Squashing this movement that Gates is spearheading, as just we as we squash what seemed to be inevitable control of Monsanto to the point where they were uh, litigated out of existence once after they were bought by Bayer. Uh, So I'm you know part of it's going to be collaborating with like-minded individuals and and I I saw actually we posted as a lead article on our site recently that uh, Russell Brand you know who Russell is right.
1: No, I didn't know, but Did you know uh, a lot of people... No, he, he got in touch with me now. Yeah.
0: Oh, good, because, I mean, that was so cool to see him. He is... You're his hero. I mean, he's like... He, he like, worships you. He loves you. You know, he...
1: That, that video was an interview by uh, France 24. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, when my French edition of my book, Oneness versus 1%, mm-hmm. was being released. And they got the wrong title in the back, but the French edition has sold thousands and thousands because you know, it was the French scientists who had shown that Roundup is a carcinogen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely.
1: And Eric Cerellini, you know, they hounded him and hounded him and hounded him. And uh, the, the French know very well what the Monsanto Mafia is, just that the Monsanto, Bayer, Gates, Google Mafia is becoming one big lump of sickness. And that's why yeah, this lump of sickness. Uh, let's just call them the cancer on the planet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would agree. It's a it's a good good name for him. Yes. Well, that's good. So I'm I'm so excited that you know, uh, spokespeople like Russell recognize the truth when he sees it, and you know can help spread the message, and we'll just collaborate with more and more people. Because we, we, you know, one of the reasons that we're so confident we're going to win is we outnumber them tremendously. They're, they're, they, they don't stand a chance if we all organize and collaborate. And they understand yeah. that. And that's, that's one of the reasons why they're focusing so down hard on censorship, the spreading of the yeah. truth information to the public. Because they know if, if large numbers of people get a hold of this information, it, it's death to their ambitions.
1: Yeah, which is why we need to defend two things very much wherever we can talk people to people, don't give that up, you know? Because that's what they want to shut down, you know? The people to people conversation. And from my culture, you know, besides the ecology and the Ayurveda and all of that, what I've realized is, my God, our civilization was so clever, you know? They attacked organic, we created regeneration. Now they're attacking regeneration and then everyone's going in a tizzy. I said, you know, in India, we never created one word for one thing because no one thing is just one thing, you know? <laughs> it is so many facets. So the Ganga has a thousand names. The divine, you know, feminine beauty has a thousand names. We always gave a thousand names. So they can attack one. We've still got a hundred, nine hundred, ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> we will always, against the one percent, we will always have the diversity multiplicity and freedom of the 99
0: yeah yeah and that's what it, that's the key is just but it's a, it's a matter of i mean they they because of the resources they're very sophisticated very clever and they can create some strategies that are hard to circumvent but but we outnumber them and as long as we cooperate and collaborate i think we we i don't think i'm confident we can defeat them so i I, i'm just so excited to be able to work with you and other like-minded people because we we need to work as a team because it really is a david versus goliath yeah i mean with respect to economic resources and funding but but with respect to the numbers we out. you know it's no there's no comparison
1: and david won
0: that's right,
1: <laughs>
0: victory. He did. He did. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, yeah he, 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 has some, he has some. strong spiritual forces on his side. So, well, we have them all on our side, don't we? Yeah. I know. We sure do. We sure do. Yes. So, it's go, It's gonna be fun. So, um, I think we'll, we'll put your put your content information in your website. I think that when I was reviewing one of your other articles. Uh, you, I was a little bit surprised to see that you had a Gmail account so, so as, as a contact information. So maybe we can encourage you to consider stop to using the Google nefarious. No, no,
1: actually, that's the only, one. I, I give it away publicly, but I have, uh, my, my son has prepared my okay, own.
0: Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, don't want, my own we, don't, server. we don't want anyone. I have
1: my own Google. server. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We don't want anyone. But I using don't
1: give Google. that out publicly. Yeah.
0: All right. Good. All right. Any any last words of, in closing to sum, sum it all up and give you have a recommendation? Yeah,
1: no. You know, when all the spiritual forces and all of nature's forces and most of people's forces are aligned together, what can five billionaires, technocrats who want to be richer than they are, greedier than they are, more violent than they are? You know, they don't count in the long run, really. So it's just that we cannot afford to not do the things we can do.
0: All right, Together, so, Together. I agree. And one, one of them is a boycott on this thing. So I'm excited about it. Boycott, Boy- yeah. yeah,
1: absolute. Boycott fake food. And, and I think another part of this should be, don't, big tech has already messed up. It's surveillance capitalism. Let big tech not enter our bodies. Let big tech not enter life sciences.
0: I couldn't agree more. I'm absolutely totally on board with that and fascinated with that concept because the, there's a lot of details behind what you just said. And I'm really focusing much of my free time and attention on that now because I'm, I'm trying to if, understand yeah. the big picture because it's, it's huge. It, it really is a com- yeah. very
1: running very fast on very, very bad ground. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I worked on nanoparticle assessments and we said it can't be assessed. Don't go down that way. You know, a technology whose safety you can't know should not be given permission to go ahead commercially. Right.
0: Precautionary
1: principle. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely the precautionary principle. So I think if you were to start pulling together all the homeopaths, the Ayurvedic physicians, the the natural healers, you know, these are people who make choices in their lives to do the right thing, you Mm -hmm. know? And if they don't get together now, exactly what Carnegie and Rockefeller did, to say all natural medicine is illegal. These guys will make life illegal, you know? Living will be illegal, except as a little piece in their machine under their permission, through their permission, the rest of you are throwaway people.
0: Yeah, and and you know, we have, it, it sounds odd, but we, I mean the technology I'm a big fan of and it's advancing so rapidly, exponentially actually that that will be practical reality because they're converting all of us into digital assets. I think that's their plan uh, and that they can control and manipulate and essentially you know, dictate their, their ultimate goals. So uh, yeah, it's just that, So but it doesn't mean it's gonna happen. We just have to bring awareness to it and we can resist it. So happy to connect with you and look forward to working with you in the future.